0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Maybe if Dan Mullen and his wife did less kissing and more coaching, they would have beat Georgia. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout a.k.a. the queen of all, hashtag Maction. And with me, as always, is A.J. Mike Norvell, the Florida State Marchese.
0: Only 98 days until pitchers and catchers report. Thank
1: you, thank you, I was wondering. That was my next question. (laughs) Today, we're going to break down all of the 2020 NFL Draft prospects who showed out in Week 10 of college football. Then, we'll preview and pick the Week 11 matchups. Let's hit it!
0: Seven rounds in heaven with my baby Going out to Vegas, maybe Looking for a young or a 2 Don't you have to run back on the first day Don't draft a run back on the second day Maybe draft one on, the third, or don't, let's go seven rounds, let's go seven rounds together, let's
1: go seven rounds forever, and that's a song. As a true football fan, you already know, just as sure as the seasons change, tom brady will keep the patriots in the game every weekend our favorite gridiron warriors put their skills to the test so why aren't you doing the same we're almost halfway through the nfl season we are halfway so now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in the game with my bookie my bookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend They always have the most up to date lines and the most prop bets of any sports book on the planet. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and bet with the best at MyBookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. Pick your locks for the week, put them together in one parlay bet, and then when they all come through the rewards will be huge. Tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain? MyBookie wants to get your mind off everything else and back on the game. Best part is, if you join right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's right, if you put in $1,000, they'll give you $1,000. That's double your initial deposit you can use on all your favorite picks. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R, to double your cash. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. MyBookie. Okay, before we dive into our ESPN Game Day Celebrity Picker Breakdown, which is the reason most people listen to this podcast, I am sure of it. Of course, Uh, it is. And to find out who we think should be picking the upcoming week, uh, the Senior Bowl invitations went out this week. What? And if you know AJ and myself, we live for the Senior Bowl. I mean, anyone who likes the NFL Draft... I think his favorite West thing East. in the world is the Senior Bowl. Like, is that even? I think they should
0: just they should just play multiple Senior Bowls throughout the, between January
1: and the draft. Let me introduce you to the East West Shrine game, and then FLPA Bowl.
0: <laughs> Some being an FLPA Bowl invites out there, too. I don't know if
1: you're being serious, are
0: there? I saw one. I can't remember who it was, but it's someone I liked. So. Okay. All
1: right. But any. Oh, what? Uh,
0: Michael Walker from Fresno State.
1: Oh, He's interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, keep your eyes on the NFLPA Bowl, but right now we're talking <laughs> Senior Bowl. Uh, each week we'll, we'll break down or track the, uh, the the players who accept, but of course an acceptance never means anything until the Senior Bowl actually comes. Yeah. I think the worst thing about the Senior Bowl is uh, getting excited about the possible
0: roster and then uh, looking at the final roster.
1: Well, it's not like the final roster is bad.
0: No, I'm not saying that, but you know what I mean? Just the potential. Yeah, guys are always going to
1: drop out. But Mm -hmm. anyway, we have a handful of guys who have already accepted. Uh, Probably by the time you're listening to this, even more will have accepted. We'll talk about them next week. But right now, it's time for the guys who were the early acceptors. Uh, First, got a pair of Cal defensive players. With Ashton Davis, their safety, and linebacker Evan Weaver. Two pretty big gets.
0: Uh oh, absolutely! Um, Action Davis, the more exciting get. I'll say. I think
1: he is the like the high going to be the consensus highest rated of the guys we're talking about today for sure. Agreed. Potential um, first round pick. I think he can have a Darnell Savage type of rise, just considering how much of an athletic freak he is and how aggressive a player yeah. he is. He's one of my favorite players in the class.
0: And, I think someone will be extremely fun to watch on the field. At
1: this and channel. we mocked him in the first round of our mock last week. We did. So listen to that, uh, and then with Evan Weaver, it's like kind of the perfect place for a guy like that. Where we all know he's this like kind of old school throwback, run stuffing yeah. linebacker who makes a million tackles a game. But getting to see him one on one with tight ends and running backs, that's going to be huge for his stock in Mobile.
0: Absolutely, and one of the guys, like old school, and you kind of knew he'd be there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean. no, he's a, a classic senior bowl linebacker.
0: Cam Jordan got to uh, send their invites out or did a video thing, which is kind of Yeah,
1: so I track the prospects. AJ tracks who invites them.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give you a couple more. (laughs) I know
1: know there are more coming, so (laughs) I figured I might as well say it. Uh, And then a trio of Vanderbilt prospects. The big three, if you will. All from uh, Oren Burks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Thanks, AJ. Uh, Running back, (laughs) Keyshawn Vaughn. Tight end, Mm -hmm. Jared Pinkney. And receiver, Klaja Lipscomb. Uh, considered probably one of the five best running back, tight end, receiver trios in the country. Fair no, enough. No, no, uh, even if Vanderbilt sucks.
0: Which one are you most excited to see, Rob?
1: Uh, like I, I think this is the place where Lipscomb is going to do the most for himself. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, Keyshawn Vaughn, I think, is the best of the three.
0: Uh, I think Keyshawn Vaughn could have a. Like, you know, sometimes you know when a running back's going to have a nice-looking senior bowl. Like, we've talked about this so many times, that running backs are kind of like... They're
1: irrelevant, almost, at the senior bowl, just because the it, practices that are... Other than pass exactly. protection and catching the football.
0: Exactly. Uh, I think Keyshawn Vaughn can be a guy that looks really good in Mobile, Yeah, though? I
1: like him a lot. He reminds me of D'Angelo Williams. He's he's also kind of mm. been, of the all the hyped running backs entering the year, kind of been the forgotten guy this year. Because I know he had a slow yeah. start, but he's really found his way. But Vanderbilt sucks, so no one's talking about it. Exactly. Uh, Anchor down. And, yeah, and then with Pinkney, um, he's he's my tight end three right now, uh, behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, well, I'm blanking. Brayson Hopkins and Harrison Bryant. Mm-hmm. And by Harrison Bryant, I mean Hunter Bryant. Hunter yeah. Bryant? Yeah, it's a Freudian yeah, slip. Yeah. More on Harrison in a second. <laughs> but yeah, Pinkney. He's he's a guy who, I th- I think tight ends are weird because. They're not it's, focused. I don't on know. A like I,
0: I know what you're about to say, it's kind of like sometimes they show up and sometimes they don't.
1: Yeah, he's a guy who's got mm-hmm. some decent athleticism, and I, I think like I don't think he'll have a big week, but it's a mm-hmm. good place for him to be just to get his name back, like in the mix. Because I know uh, similar to Vaughn, where he he was like some people's, he was my tight end one in the summer, and uh, yeah. he kind of f- fell off just because Vanderbilt sucks, but. <laughs> Uh, good place for him to get his name buzzing again. Sorry. And then with Lipscomb, he's a guy who people are all over the place with. I'm big on him. I love his route running ability. Reminds me of Adam Humphreys. And as we know, guys who run routes get a ton of hype in Mobile. Next up from AJ's home state of Colorado, we've got Davion Taylor, the linebacker. He's kind of the perfect type of linebacker to show out at the Senior Bowl where he's this almost safety linebacker hybrid with a ton mm-hmm. of athleticism, and if he proves he can cover the tight ends and running backs there, it's just going to do wonders for him.
0: Yeah, I, absolutely. Um, hopefully Nate Lambin gets there too, eventually. He seems like a
1: East West Shrine game guy, no offense.
0: He, does. I, I like him, though. He had a big
1: week this week. Yeah, he's UCLA talking so. about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, do you know who invited Davion Taylor?
0: I, I don't, but that, that's wow, why I turned to for out. Can I guess? I don't know.
1: Cordell Stewart. Cordell Stewart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is awful. <laughs> you
1: turn this off. Uh, okay, I already alluded to him. But Florida Atlantic tight end Harrison Bryant, he seems like the type of tight end that would could potentially just blow up or totally fall apart there.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I, but, I mean, the duo Pinkney and Bryant, I think it's pretty fun. Yeah,
1: though. especially in a tight end class where we kind of entered the year and there's a lot of mystery around it after last year's great class. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's big for
0: Harrison Bryant to be one of those guys to get to Mobile. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, if they get Hopkins too, that's really coming together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with Bryant, he's this long, lean tight end who, who can stretch the yeah. field a little bit. But if he doesn't look as athletic against top tier talent as he does at FAU, yeah, or just can't block, I think that would be tough because he's not asked to do yeah. a whole lot of blocking there. Exactly.
0: But his coach, Lynn
1: Kiffin, did get to uh, send the invite I, to him. So. Congrats, AJ. That's more of a win for you than him. Uh, yeah. Okay. Next up, Louisiana Lafayette offensive tackle, Robert Hunt. Interesting. You you watched him today, didn't I you? I did. I didn't know a whole lot about him. Um, threw him yeah. on. Really impressed. Uh, just 6'5", 3'10", I believe. I think he's probably a guard in the NFL. Um, mm-hmm. But mean as hell. And just an absolute mauler in the run game, um, plays really good leverage and power at the point of attack. Part of the reason I think he's probably a guard in the NFL. Uh, footwork not super consistent. Doesn't look like the greatest athlete. Doesn't look like the longest tackle either. But he looks like a guy who goes there and if he if he has a big week playing guard, like I, I'm not yeah. kidding. I think he could be a day two pick. Like that's how much I like actually.
0: Him. There are a couple of people that have them in their uh, top 100. Okay, like I so. have
1: them like 113 or something now. So okay.
0: yeah. big. It's gonna be big for him. for yeah. sure. Yeah,
1: uh, and then some non-FBS guys. A pair of them. Whoa. Southern Illinois safety Jeremy Chin, who we've heard interesting. Yeah, we've heard, we've heard yeah. like of the non-FBS prospects. He's one of the guys we've heard more about. I think than anybody. Uh, it, like in the top three, for sure. Yeah. Um. yeah he he's a you a lot of size uh, 6'3, 2'12 um, mm-hmm. and just dominating his level of competition this year in that level of competition big time ball hawk just yeah. I- anytime you get to see a guy who dominates that level come and like let's see him match up with Jared Pinkney for example and see how uh, how big a drop off there is from each level I think that's always fun
0: it absolutely, always is. I mean, to get like you, you know, usually there's like, even lower key. For, you know what it feels like. Always DBs are like the most well represented group for like non-FBS. I think guys. so
1: too. It's like pretty
0: and like so to get to get like to get a higher tier. Like you know what I mean. Sometimes there's like really like guys that you just hear a little bit about. So to get a guy this early, like that's supposed to be higher tier is actually really yeah. fun.
1: And then finally, South Carolina State offensive lineman Alex Taylor is six foot nine
0: <laughs> like the maybe the the least well-known of yeah the he, he's an app
1: appalachian state transfer uh was a big time uh high school basketball player he, he just screams the classic senior bowl like my god this guy's size and you know he can move because he's a former basketball player like all these tools that you could potentially build into something raw as hell mm-hmm. type that's just the, a very classic. There seems to always be that type of guy from the lower level at the Senior Bowl.
0: G- Jim Nagy already said his comps for him are Julian Davenport and uh, Brandon Parker. Yeah,
1: who obviously two former Senior Bowl guys who fit the bill of what I just described.
0: And one in the third round.
1: Yep. Is that a prediction? <sighs> Maybe. Do you grade based on what like things like that? Like, oh, these guys went the third round. <laughs> just stick a third round grade <laughs> on Alex Taylor. <laughs>
0: Neither of them should have won in the third round, but let still whoa, say that. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa,
0: I love Bucknell, but I—I I mean, come on. Sorry, Drew. Okay. Friend of the show. Speaking
1: of Bucknell, Kentucky's got a forward who transferred from Bucknell. I learned that tonight. Uh, Could he be at the senior bowl? Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Sorry. Okay. Now into your regular programming—is that how they say it?
0: Yeah, scheduled. Yeah, team, whatever. So, yeah,
1: that's why you're here. Uh, okay, our ESPN game day celebrity picker this past week for the Memphis SMU game, Jerry the King Lawler. What did you think?
0: I thought he was lots of fun in Memphis. Ron. He was lots
1: of fun, but I'm still disappointed it wasn't uh, Penny.
0: I know. He was on the sidelines at the He's game. No swag. He was. He was. Um, it was. I thought it was pretty cool, the setup on, uh, on Beale Street there. Um, no,
1: Memphis was a great place to have it, for sure.
0: It was cool. It, it, was, it was very exciting. <laughs> Corso wearing the Elvis suit. It
1: was pretty it's great. It's always nice when they go somewhere like they haven't been. And yeah, and the city gets just pumped and like, for it. like, Corso goes, goes all out. Yeah. And, like, yeah, Lawler, honestly, is a, I thought was a really good choice. Other than I wish it was Penny.
0: No, absolutely. I mean... I am not a big wrestling fan, so I did not know much about him before, (laughs) but he was extremely enjoyable. What do you give him? (sighs) Seven and a half. That's what I gave him. Wow.
1: Okay, week 11, obviously, they're heading to Tuscaloosa, Alabama for number one.
0: Where else? Where else would it be,
1: Rob? I I guess it's not number one LSU anymore with these college football playoff (laughs) rankings that were thrown (laughs) in the face.
0: Why'd you bring it up?
1: I had to. (laughs) So I guess now it's number two LSU uh, against at number three Alabama.
0: Okay, uh, uh-huh. it's not. It's one versus two. I don't care. Penn
1: State's four. Nothing matters. Everything's fake. That's that's it's, the point of this. Yeah.
0: The first one of the year is literally just to grab headlines, and we all the know the first it. couple. Yeah, and the only one that matters is the last one. So. Whoa! What?
1: Yeah. They don't hang bangers for being, banners for being the weak eleven fourth rated team in the country. I mean, Penn State might. Okay, who, who do we think is going to be the celebrity picker for uh, LSU-Alabama?
0: Hey, I actually did research this
1: time. <laughs> God, I didn't. I just Google Alabama alumni and look at this list I have.
0: Respect. Um Okay, well, if... <laughs> That'd be sick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no. Uh, okay, in my heart, I want Sean Alexander. Yeah, of course it's not happening. Because of course. Uh, Joe Namath makes a lot of sense. Because You can't out. trust him on that. i think that's what makes him great uh apparently a hot name uh is justin thomas the golfer
1: i i personally wouldn't like that why why not rob you hate golf i hate justin thomas we've known this for years
0: so (laughs) i mean we're both big bubba fans uh it's it's known
1: the only justin thomas i trust is the georgia tech quarterback Okay, after a lot of quick thinking on this and uh, uh, Googling, I'm thinking Bear Bryant. <laughs> Respect, okay. If they could bring Bear Bryant back to life, I would like that a lot.
0: My there is, there is, There's a lot of celebrity Alabama fans, though.
1: My second choice is Freddie Kitchens.
0: <laughs> How about your boy Jason Isbell? He's a Bama fan. Is he? Yes. Yeah. How is
1: he even mentioned twice in like, three week span on this podcast? Uh,
0: I don't know. Uh, Melissa Joan Hart, who was Sabrina the Teenage Witch, I believe, was an Alabama fan. Okay. I don't know. Uh, uh,
1: my like, final choice is Dabo Sweeney. He's an Alabama alum.
0: <laughs> Your choices are so strong this time. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, one more for you. Ringo Starr once tweeted Roll Tide, Peace and Love in an Alabama okay. shape, so <laughs> You
1: can get Ringo on in. Or, what if they got Ringo and Robert Ory together? <laughs> Why not the two goats? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Bama yeah. goats, as I call them. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't. I honestly don't know. Who. They should pick Jason Isbell. That's all. I'll say.
0: I, 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 Justin. I don't know. Thomas Alexander or, or uh, Joe Namath feels right. Okay. Uh,
1: on to our superlatives. Because it doesn't get old here at Seven Rounds in Heaven. Yeah. Whoa. Relax. Yeah, right. Okay, best freshman you saw this week. I got for like, uh, pretty... like seven. <laughs> Two, actually. Okay. But I do have four.
0: It's a, it's a, it's a lot. Uh, okay, I'm going to do the first one I'll shout out is for you, Rob. Sam How. You know he's number one You're... on my list. I know he is. That's why I have him number one on mine. Completion percentage wasn't great. Only 15 completions, but it was for 353 and 4 touchdowns. He kept
1: them in it against Virginia. He did. And like, he, if, if you saw this stat, I'm going to reference a lot. Uh, there's only two quarterbacks in the country with five or less interceptions, 25 or more touchdown mm-hmm. passes, and uh, 2,400 total passing yards or more. And it's him and Joe Burrow. I called Sam, The first and second I, pick in the draft. I called Sam Howell being the best. And I was right, and I called it when I watched him on Elite 11 like a year and a half ago.
0: You did. You did. He's my guy. Uh, He's been good, and when they put more talent around him, if it ever happens, they'll be a good football team.
1: Can I predict on this podcast right now, he will be the number one pick in the 2022 NFL draft.
0: All right. It's, uh, It's written. Thank you. The
1: receipts are made. Thank you. Screenshot that. Who else you got? Uh, okay, Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah, my second he choice. just looks like he's going to be that number one pick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait. <laughs> okay. Second uh, second uh, overall pick is what I meant.
0: We'll edit that out. Yeah. Don't think, yeah edit out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, for sure. He He's just been a, like, it's a, little, a little bit of a slow start, and then he's just been pretty
1: studly the yeah, last couple he weeks. He was giving it to USC. Um, yeah. And, and he lo- like the way that the Chase Youngs, the JD Clownies, the Miles Garretts of mm-hmm. the world looked as freshmen just physically. Yeah. And they looked NFL ready. And then as they begin to put it together, it's just the height, weight, speed, just his ability to bend the edge despite being that big a pass rusher.
0: Yeah. And like, like the physical freakiness at the age of. 18 or nine, Like, you know, way too young to be that much Yeah, around. and like,
1: he's still, he's freak. still like, the, he hasn't even unlocked using his hands yet. He's just winning with pure, like, athleticism and bend right yeah. now. So once that starts to come, and he, he gets some, like, a patent and go-to move and, like, works in some counters, I think he's just that freak edge rusher that every NFL team wants.
0: Yeah. Uh, we hit my two guys. Who do you got third?
1: Uh, Kenneth Gainwell, the Memphis running back.
0: Ah, I wanted to throw him in. Okay, he's really interesting.
1: He is very interesting. Uh, I didn't know a ton about him. Nor did I. But now I know he runs hard as hell. Mm-hmm. Not the biggest guy, but explosive contact balance. Uh, I don't know. Mike Norval just seems to know how to find these weapons, yeah. and we're going to talk about some, some more in a bit, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and develop them. Like It's honestly like... I don't know if he gets
0: enough credit for it because it's really impressive.
1: Yeah, no, like for sure. The- and like the fact that it, like Gainwell is a, I think he's, is is a redshirt freshman.
0: I I don't know. I th- I thought he was a true. I can check quick. But um, yeah.
1: but like because he Patrick Taylor was supposed to be their guy in the backfield this year, and he he got yeah. injured. Gainwell stepped in and has been awesome.
0: Yeah, and like his ability to catch the ball too
1: is really impressive. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think he's a retrofresh. Okay. And then Caden Slovis I put down, too. I know he threw three interceptions and they lost to Orion, but I still came away impressed. Like, he had them in it for a bit, and his, he's just very poisoned and doesn't seem to get shook under pressure whatsoever. He stares down. Like, with the rush coming down, he'll hold strong in the pocket and make a play.
0: Yeah. Like um, it, it's It's going to be pretty interesting to see what happens with the USC's quarterback situation going forward.
1: Yeah, especially depending on who they hire because I'm assuming the helm uh, is going to get fired. And it like Slovis isn't, and Slovis isn't an Urban Meyer QB if that is who they end up going with. All right, who do you've got for best sophomore this week?
0: I feel like we're getting to the point where every week we kind of have to mention uh, Panay Sewell, Oregon's tackle.
1: Yeah, he looks like, like a, a top pick uh, for yeah. 2021 for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another... You know, what, I, there was there was a, a little bit. I, I mean, it was really good performance, but there was a... he had a little issues. But like the athleticism, the pass block, he feels so re- like pretty well rounded for a true sophomore. Yeah, he's just massive. Yeah, he's he's fairly really, like the ath- the athleticism. Like it's he's really impressive.
1: Just it, it's always surprisingly stands out on on an offensive line full of future NFL players. It, it's yeah, it's pretty nuts. Um, I think another guy who's. Been mentioned before and could be consistently mentioned. Florida tight end Kyle Pitts. You know what? I I think that's fair. He's keeps being pretty interesting to me. He, there are people who argue he's the best tight end in the country, mm. and he would you argue that? I'm very high on like Bryson Hopkins and Hunter Bryant, but like Pitts yeah. looks like the tight end one for next year for sure. He's mm-hmm. I love how they use him too. They use him all over the place. He's a complete mismatch. He's almost like a hybrid receiver tight end because of how he's yeah. built. He's very lean. Obviously, there will be concerns about blocking, but yeah, just a high weight speed mismatch, and he's such a natural pass catcher.
0: Like listed six six two forty, and you know what's pretty impressive in that Florida offense that hasn't been very consistent. He's been yeah, very he's
1: consistent. a go to pass catcher playmaker, and they've got a couple like and I've like Swain Swain's not bad. Van, like he's he's Van been Jefferson. Playing. Um, there's a couple yeah. of them. Yeah. That are, yeah. like, at minimum going to be in training camps. And yep, for sure. And Pitts just stands out. And he was, like, the the go-to consistent weapon against Georgia when the offense couldn't get anything going.
0: Absolutely. Um, I'll throw another name out here that I didn't know, but had a big performance this week. It was against UAB, but Bryce Thompson, the Tennessee corner, had three picks. Uh, pretty, like, nice picks. Not the biggest guy, 5'11", 181. I said some off-field issues. I just wanted to name him because he could be an interesting guy to keep your eye and on. And you're
1: high on Tennessee Vols football.
0: They're really well built.
1: <laughs> okay, weekday warrior wasn't a lot of choices of games this week. No, I mean like no. Baylor West Virginia was the game, but like it was a bad game, but Baylor still managed to win.
0: Yeah, they did. Um, I I thought one guy uh, actually stood out from that game. Denzel Mims. It uh, was Mims your yeah. choice. I actually went with someone different because I figured you were going to choose Mims. So, I went on to the West Virginia defensive side of the okay. ball. Uh, Darius Stills, junior inter- interior defensive mm-hmm. lineman. Had three sacks in the game. Uh, Ten tackles. Built six one two ninety two, So, kind of that uh, that undersized penetrator. Uh, penet- penetrator. Seven sacks on the year. Yeah. Pretty good athlete. Interesting guy to keep your Definitely. eye
1: on yeah, I want Mims because he was like the only consistent, exciting offensive threat in the game. Yes, and it's he's true. He's been kind of all over the place this season. He's yeah. going to be a polarizing prospect. But this, uh, this was a big time performance from him. And, like, he's pretty much why they won. And it
0: still had a fumble. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, it's Denzel Mims. He's either going to drop a pass uh, or fumble at some point.
0: He's. I think it's just going to keep becoming more polarizing as we move through with the process. I'm
1: excited to get closer to the point where we have guys declaring and, and not, like, mm-hmm. not declaring. So we can I, kind me of clean up yeah. this class, especially at receiver where there's just so many dudes. And, 100% and agree. And, like, it, it just it feels so cloudy right now just not knowing who's going to declare and, and whatnot. And it really, like, puts this class all over the place.
0: Absolutely, a hundred percent agree. You, you know, like by the time March rolls around, we'll we'll finally have an idea. I hope, but yeah, I, I just I want to see who's actually coming out because it's it's kind of overwhelming at this point.
1: Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I think I think about that all the time. It keeps me up at night. Uh, yeah. Uh, best prospect you saw this week?
0: I uh, went with Andrew Thomas, Georgia's tackle. Yeah.
1: He, again, it's a lot of the time. It's the same people, and he was. Yeah. Although the offense was a little stale against Florida, he had a game, and they, they, that, that's against NFL Town on the defensive line.
0: Exactly. I like. I thought Zuniga, Zuniga <laughs> flashed a couple times, but uh, Thomas, whoever was going up against him, uh, he shut yeah, him down. Yeah, he,
1: he was awesome. He just has all the tools to be that perfect franchise left tackle. He's mm-hmm. not getting into the top five. Agreed. I also threw Derek Brown's name down. I watched the Auburn Ole Miss game. I don't know why I watched the Auburn Ole Miss game. You like to torture yourself. But Rob. I don't know if you at least saw it on Twitter, the play uh, Derek was Brown insane. made from the sideline.
0: Uh, uh, just an <laughs> absolutely nuts play.
1: It, it, was, like, it uh, shouldn't have happened, but the fact that it did was so, like, everybody knows who Derek Brown is now.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, just... The closing speed and the ability to make like that, that open tackle. Oh my god! It's it was really The man's really man a
1: monster, and he's playing himself into that top ten talk. I truly believe that we had him go 14th to the Cardinals in our mock last week. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just oh, he is sick. I imagine him at the Senior Bowl.
0: He'd be way too much fun in one on ones.
1: Like, there's a chance. The Senior Bowls interior defensive line. Now, like you said, we shouldn't get ourselves excited like this. Too late. I know. We'll have Derek Brown, Javon Kinlaw, uh, Neville Gallimore, and Raquan Davis. What a good That would be insane. Now, we won't get that, I'm sure, but. If you could only
0: have one of them, Derek Brown.
1: Just because I want to watch him blow people up.
0: You know what? I, I feel the I feel the same, but I'm gonna say Javon Kinlaw just because I want I to see. him. I think he would
1: be the most like wow like, jaw dropping yeah. some of the stuff he can do. Where mm-hmm. I think Derek Brown would win the most consistently, but Kinlaw just does I, I things agree. other guys can't do. Yeah. I, I mean at the same time, Gallimore is a freak athlete as well. Yeah. Honestly Raquel Davis would be last. Agreed. Um okay. Who's shooting up the board for you?
0: Hey, we we did uh, we did some tight end talk already, but I want to throw Hunter Bryant's name in here.
1: Yeah, I I had have a, him as well.
0: Had a really impressive game against USC. Uh six five two touchdowns. Utah, not USC. Oh, why did I say USC? Thank you, Utah. <laughs> a little bit better defense and better coached. is um, athleticism he finally showed off, or not finally, but you know he keeps showing. Yeah, he's off. been
1: awesome all year.
0: He has. Uh, Again, tight end's another group that, like, I, I know it's not as many names as the wide receiver position, but still... He's a really
1: interesting guy where he's, like, 6'2", 240, and just this really, really athletic dude. But if you put him in the right role, and will not I don't think it will be, like, the the classic, classic. in-line tight yeah. end role, but if you take advantage of the, all these things he can do after the catch and just with that burning speed, he's going to be a fun one. I think, like...
0: I think someone's going to take on my day two with a good plan in mind, at least I, I hope the so.
1: Cardinals do it. That'd be cool.
0: That'd be pretty fun. Yeah, um,
1: yeah so I, I had Hunter Bryant down as well. Another tight end. Uh, I watched the Purdue-Nebraska game. Actually mm-hmm. it ended up being a really good game. Uh, and my boy from Purdue, Bryson Hopkins, 8 for 97, mm-hmm. made a huge clutch play down the seam on the uh, Purdue uh, go-ahead scoring drive. He just – he's, like, 6'5", 250, so perfect size. Um, and he just can eat down the scene.
0: Yeah, I'm there's there's, like, a lot to like. Like, none of these tight ends are, like, complete, but they all have things that you like a yeah, lot. Yeah, for you me I mean?
1: right now, just so far through this year, I think Hopkins yeah. and Bryant, Hunter Bryant have really separated themselves from a very tight mm-hmm. pack. Yeah. where, like, we talked about, like, it was up in the air who could be the, the like, kind of consensus top guys. And I think, yeah, those those two. Um, but even, like, Pinkney's obviously uh, one of the, I think one of the safer tight end options.
0: Mm-hmm. High, high floor yeah.
1: guy. And then, like, Cole Comet's really interesting from Notre Dame. And, like, yeah. Grant, Grant Calcaterra hasn't had the year a lot of people were hoping for, and he's been banged up. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he goes back to OU. And, like, we haven't ho- heard a lot about Kobe Parkinson just because Stanford sucks. And, like, Albert O at Missouri, nobody's talked about him. He, it's, it's a very strange tight end group. And then, obviously, our boy from Cincinnati decided to go out.
0: And, like, Harrison Bryan's going to be at the Senior Bowl. Mitchell um,
1: Wilcox from South Florida. Wilcox. We, we haven't we, talked about I a I didn't lot even either. mention that. C.J. O'Grady just got kicked off Arkansas this week. Yeah. And he was one of the guys yeah. who could have been a top ten tight end. And, like, Jacob Breed. I thought he's had a,
0: he said a. He's had a nice year. Yeah, no, that's job. what I
1: mean. Like he could have he, he was playing himself in the potential top ten tight end top.
0: Yeah, Breland's hurt and Matt Bushman. <laughs> he keeps looking Yeah, good, I love Matt man. Bushman. So,
1: and then Adam Troutman's really interesting from Dayton. Exactly. Yeah. it's it's a lot yeah, of dudes. Uh but yeah, to me, Hopkins and Hunter Bryant have been the two that have really separated uh, themselves this year. So that that's my tight end one and uh tight end two thus far. I,
0: I agree. I agree. And, you know, Hunter got gotten better this year. Yeah, which, he,
1: uh, he looks much more, like, can, he's just more consistent. He's a better route runner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. he's
0: all, The concentration drops, I think he's Yeah, and he's
1: making all these great body control ball adjustment grabs and contested mm-hmm. catches through traffic. He yeah. looks like that Jordan Reed-esque tight end, if you can really get him in the right role. But agree. like to me, Hopkins is that Mark Andrews type of tight end where he's just got this big size. He knows how to shield and use his body down the seam and just mm-hmm. be a mismatch. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's an interesting class. Um,
0: I, I, I'll I'll, go, I'll stick in the same okay. game and go with one of your guys who uh, you were higher on than me. Uh, I don't know why I said it like that. You were higher on than me. J.D. Spielman.
1: Yeah, my boy.
0: Your boy. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned him yet. Uh, had a really good game. The the one big play, six catches, one twenty
1: three. He, he's in he's, he's in that that role of the receiver type the NFL's liking right now.
0: Yeah, honestly, I again I was lower on him than you were in the summer, and he wasn't blowing me away early in the year. But Nebraska's been just a mess. So I mean, this game was big for him. Yeah,
1: him him and KJ Hamler are both in that. Type where they could really put themselves up the board as we get closer and closer.
0: Yeah, and Spielman just feels until this week at least not mentioned that much, and then he had a he been he been banged
1: up too. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, he he's obviously a big play type, Brandon Cooks type of receiver. That's kind of, and we know how much I love Brandon Cooks. You do. Um, no, definitely a good one. Sticking at receiver, I'll, I'll jump over to uh, Jawan Johnson.
0: Yeah, he, he yeah.
1: finally w- like got healthy for Oregon. And was yeah. the exact weapon Justin Herberts needed. And he put up mm-hmm. 106 and three scores into USC. Did a great job in contested catch scenarios. Was winning one-on-one. Uh, was a red zone threat. Used his big body. And he's a guy who two years ago there was this talk with all these Penn State receivers coming out that he was the next one in line. And yeah. then, like, last year he's was just a drop machine. And obviously, grad transfers to Oregon and finally, gets healthy, and this is the game he needed to really get talk, like people talking about him again.
0: I, I'm glad he had this game because I, I think we both liked yeah, him. Quite a bit, did. Didn't no, we did, no, for
1: sure. Like I thought when, qu- two years ago, uh, before last year at Penn State, yeah, I thought he could he have was... been like a potential day two guy.
0: Yeah, and then I, I th- think in the summer I had him f- like I like pegged him as a potential fourth, fifth round guy. So I was like pretty pretty high on him, and then I'm he's you know hasn't been healthy and then finally had this big break yeah, um,
1: I, I don't know if it, there's going to be enough consistent tape down the stretch from him at Oregon to uh, agreed. Like, be more than maybe a late round flyer but uh, I agree. this is a super promising game uh, he also made one of the greatest catches of the season last year he did it was After, insane like, dropping things I could catch that's <laughs> true anyone else uh, yeah I got a couple more actually uh, cool. Jumping to your team, Michigan, uh, Josh Uche against Maryland.
0: Cool. I'm glad you have him. I, I think I had him like three weeks ago, so I didn't want to. Throw yeah, him two, again.
1: two sacks and just he seems to be he, heating up a
0: lot more lately. He absolutely. He's helped himself a lot, and like I mentioned three weeks ago, I think I had him. He's helped himself a lot in these last. One couple of those
1: weeks. kind of undersized speed rushers. Uh, he was giving Maryland fits.
0: Yeah, been all potential in his
1: career, kind of, and finally starting to put him on. Then also, Georgia linebacker Monty Rice, he was all over the field against Florida. Mm -hmm. And it's a very, like, after, like, the top five guys, it's a very unclear linebacker class. I I kind of don't expect him to go pro, but he's definitely an interesting guy with tools to watch. And then Washington left tackle Trey Adams. They lost to Utah... But he did a really mm-hmm. good job on Bradley and A and, like, was looking like that potential day two guy if the medicals check out.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, again, um, we've had a couple of those tackles shoot up the board. And, you know, your boy Wills looks like he's going to be a first-round pick right now. But, uh, yeah, Adams can – I mean, remember how much – a lot of hype with him too. And it just – he keeps putting together performances and staying healthy. He's – Like, he can even push into the end of round one, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: just for the need. And again, we need to see who declares and who doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Okay, sliding down the board?
0: Actually, you know what? I'm staying at the same school, a guy I was really high on, and he's been injured, nagging injuries, played through on this week, but just been kind of inconsistent to me. And we talked so much about this class of wide receivers. I'm putting Aaron Fuller's name here.
1: Yeah, he's been up and down this year. I mean, he's struggled with some concentration drops and exactly. consistency. It's had
0: the bit the big spectacular catches, but like you said, concentration drops, the injuries, the just being inconsistent overall, and it's just not helping him. And I, I think we were both big on him in the summer. Yeah, yeah he's, uh,
1: he's like my re- receiver 14, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I th- thought he looked like a, a guy who could plug in as a slot pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, and it just... I mean, I, I hope the, the see, health is all sorted.
1: potential, though.
0: Yes, and I think he could look really good okay. there.
1: Uh, I'm going to stick a receiver and a guy who's sliding down the board, not for on Field, but because he tore his ACL. Unfortunately, yeah. Oklahoma's receiver Tylen Wallace, who's a guy we mocked in the first round of our mock last week.
0: Yeah, this this really sucks. Um, he
1: was definitely back in the Bulitnikov race this year mm-hmm. after being a finalist last year. Uh, a guy who, despite not like fantastic size. Wins a ton of contested catches because of body control, a really crisp route right runner, and a guy who had one of the most magnificent yak plays of the season.
0: Yeah, that was nuts. Like, I think uh, Tylan Wallace up there for, like, guys that have just, like, won me over big time yeah, this year. Yeah, I
1: love him. And this sucks. Me too.
0: And I, this, this really sucks. And, like, we keep saying, the wide receiver class is not so... These things just hes He's a true guys. junior.
1: I wonder if he would consider returning just to, like, really. Because I, I think he could have been a first-round pick.
0: I do, too. I, I think I think the chance is there. Yeah. I mean, the quarterback's still going to be there. Obviously, Gundy's not going. You know what I mean? It's a good situation for him to go back yeah. to. Uh,
1: who else do you have sliding down the board?
0: Uh, Those those are my two. I
1: have three quarterbacks here. J- I don't like being mean. Jacob Eason, Jordan Love, and Justin Herbert.
0: Okay, uh, let's start with Jordan Love because he's my prospect who made me look stupid. I I didn't know where to talk about him, so let's okay. talk about him.
1: Do you think he turns pro still?
0: I have no idea. So, what I was going to say is, uh, like, a weird game, BYU, kind of a good team. <laughs> like, he threw for almost 400 yards, but the, the picks, man, like, I was really bullish on him in the summer. I, I'm sure you remember but it, he just hasn't made those steps, and he keeps on making the same mistakes, and the interceptions just keep piling up. Yeah, he's got nine
1: touchdown passes to 12 interceptions.
0: That is not good. That's I, I guess that's, you know, Stats aren't everything, but that's hard to draft in the and first like round. And we've
1: seen him on the big stage twice this year, and in both games, it was a lot of the same, not these up. awful turnovers. Yeah. It's like you would basically be drafting him based solely on the physical tools and hoping you could develop him, but you can't play him. As a rookie, because he's just not ready.
0: The it's, coaching change obviously hurt. Yeah, no, it did. It's like, do you go back? Like,
1: I—I uh, I, I mean, a guy like that coming off this, seat, like, he's—I don't think he can go in the first round.
0: I don't think so right now either. Uh, again, but like, if you get a second round, great. Like, do you? Do you come out?
1: I don't know because I think I he has know. all the tools to be a first-round pick. Me too. So let's say he goes back and put like has that bounce-back season, and also gets to use the Senior Bowl. Yeah, I don't know. He, it's just he's like a really interesting one to track.
0: He is. it just feels like there's not a lot of help there either, and I don't know. It's gonna, it's gonna be really interesting. I love Jordan Love, so I hope he uh, gets everything. Right uh, okay,
1: let's jump to Jacob Eason, who also could return to school, and I think is getting closer to doing so. Uh, threw two picks and lost a fumble against Utah, saw some strong play early and just kind of fizzled down the stretch and made some awful decisions.
0: Yeah, so, like, the highs are high and the lows are low with Jacob Easton. Both interceptions were just brutal. Similar to
1: Love, he's got all these physical tools you love, but he's just not ready. uh, Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: Like, when you put it all together, it's like it doesn't look bad on paper. But like it was not great because like you said it was you started hot fizzled off, and like both interceptions were just not good. But like, oh, you think it goes back? What do you think? I think
1: right now, if gun to my head, I say Eason, Love, and Fromm all go back. Really. Go back. Okay. I, I think um, Fromm goes back just because that's how we, like that's just how the how's. How he's built, like he's built to want to just play for Georgia and he wants to win that national championship. And I think if he doesn't, he would go back.
0: So, you know, no, and I agree with you because I agree that they all have different reasons for going back.
1: Eason just, from, Eason needs to play more.
0: Exactly. Eason, he needs to play more. Love just because it wasn't his year and Fromm because that's who he is. And I, I think I agree with you. And, you know, for, for Eason to go back, like that's a really good situation to return to. Yeah, too. yeah. You know what I mean? Uh. Now that you're with Peterson, it's just, it's just going to keep helping And then
1: Justin Herbert, I know the number, like four total touchdowns, completely 1%, but it just felt very like it was a slow start, some mm-hmm. inconsistencies. He really started to, to heat up later in the game, especially once he started finding Juwan Johnson. But it was a lot of like, I'm just waiting for Justin Herbert to have that wow game first from first snap to closing whistle of just dominating because he's this top 10 quarterback. And you just don't, it's, you don't get it, and you get it with Tua, and you get it with Joe Burrow, but you don't get it with Justin Herbert.
0: It's like for us who have long liked Justin Herbert, it's extremely frustrating because I just want to see it happen. And
1: it, that, it, which makes me even more confident in my Carson Wentz comparison. Yeah, just inc- like yeah. has all this, all these tools, and can make some crazy plays, but it's not consistent, and there's just. Like I, I, I still have him as a first round quarterback, but he's. I was about to. He's my, yeah, my QB three.
0: I was about to ask if we just to run back through the those four quarterbacks' and name. You think Herbert's a first round pick yeah. still, right? You don't think Fromm's a first round. I don't pick. think
1: Fromm's a first round pick no.
0: If Jordan Love comes out right now, he's not a first round pick.
1: I think it would be super hard for a GM to take him with the year he's had. And lastly, and I think the most interestingly,
0: probably. Japanese I think someone would pull the trigger. I agree with all of those. Yeah, I'm a genius. Uh, <laughs> I'm stupid, so oh. no. Maybe you're. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> yeah, I agree, right. with, I agree with you, though. No, it's
1: yeah. a totally weird QB class. Like, I would personally, like, people might not love my take. I think Jalen Hurts is more ready than some of these dudes.
0: <laughs> he, he's, you know, he's been through a lot, and he's.
1: I love Jalen Hurts the person. I'm sold on Jalen Hurst.
0: Hurts. Hurts the person I think a giant check Mark. Like you don't J- have to worry if, about that. If I'm at all.
1: taking a quarterback in the second round, it's Jalen Hurts.
0: But you know, you like like Matt Nagy feels like a fit.
1: Ah, that's where you I mocked I mean? him in my mock draft last week. I did a three round mock. I forgot to tweet it, but hey, you can find it.
0: Good plug Thanks. though. Um, yeah, I don't, if the quarterbacks, again, we'll see who comes out and who doesn't. But it's, it's going to be a really, really, really fun just to
1: keep t- keeping track of these guys. I hope Justin Herbert was the senior bowl because we're just on that now.
0: I think he will. I think he Vincent. will. He feels like a guy, and he, I think he knows he, he needs it a little yeah. bit.
1: Okay, out of nowhere prospect.
0: Uh, there was an easy one this week for me. Monorail uh, Monor- Monor- t- from
1: Wake Forest. <laughs> Respect. I'm with Antonio Gibson, the senior receiver from Memphis. Okay. I just had so many people in different spots. I just kept the the Memphis boys to my small school guy who caught my eye. I respect that. Uh, I
0: couldn't do it because he was too damn good. He's first of all well built, six two, two twenty one. Uh, monstrous game. Six catches, one hundred thirty three yards, one touchdown. Also three carries. Had a what seventy eight yard touchdown, ninety seven yards total. I mean, and the
1: kick return touchdown.
0: And the kick return to- like he just
1: he had three hundred eighty six if- yards from scrimmage on twelve touches. It's nuts. And I mean, like,
0: at that size, with, like, the the big playability. He's a
1: senior. Senior bowl.
0: And he's a senior, and out of nowhere, uh... We keep talking about Norvell and how good of a job he's done with the skill position guys in this. He looks really interesting. You
1: should hire Mike Norvell.
0: Yeah, or or he can leverage it to get a big contract like PJ Clark. Smart man
1: PJ, because you uh, you wouldn't have turned Florida State around. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I have three Wake Forest players. <laughs> I was Respect. super in on watching Wake just destroy NC State.
0: Yeah, I don't know what my pick
1: was last week. I can't believe Um Okay. First, uh, Amari mm-hmm. Henderson, the corner opposite Isang Basie. Yes. Four pass breakups, two picks. Was making every big play in coverage. Feisty as hell. Coming up as mm-hmm. a run defender. Looks like he's got some NFL nickel potential. Um, next. Receiver, Kendall Hinton, uh, playing some slot. Uh, Sage Surak gets a lot of the attention. Hinton was doing big damage. Um, Former quarterback. And he's just interesting. A senior senior who, yeah, former quarterback, got some interesting athleticism, some nice quicks. Uh, Caught my eye. And then, Wake's actual quarterback, Jamie Newman. So, the broadcast... Had some outlandish comparisons.
0: Oh, okay, hold on. We've spoiled a couple of my further ones because I threw him for overhyped. Because he's not overhyped. Well, no, just because the McIlroy thing. I wanted to bring it up. I didn't. Know, I don't know if you were going well, to. Well, the,
1: the pl- uh, I forget who the play-by-play guy was. Was it? It was McIlroy. It was no, McElroy. Yeah. The, he was the color guy. Oh, sorry, I think sorry. Dave sorry. Pash maybe was the play-by-play what guy. Compared to him to Ben Roethlisberger.
0: McElroy in, said, "I believe he's, the... he's as talented." As Anyone in the ACC? He he,
1: he's, he says Cam Newton as well.
0: Exactly. Yeah, some crazy shit.
1: But but Jamie Newman was awesome against NC State, and mm-hmm. then I watched his tape. He's one of my ten top ten quarterbacks. He's an interesting Six, 14, guy. Like forty five has a really sh- really, really, really strong nice. arm, a nice power running mm-hmm. style. I think he goes yep. back, and I think he's one of the best senior quarterbacks in the country next year.
0: Interesting. I really really I, enjoyed him. Yeah, no, I, just watching Wake football this year, he's been he's been good and, and I, fun. I right. also
1: think there's a chance Sage Surratt goes back because he's only a redshirt sophomore. Yeah. And uh, if you saw Greg Dortch as a redshirt sophomore at Wake and come out last year and go undrafted, mm-hmm. maybe Sage Surratt returns as well, and those guys both have a ton of hype entering next year. And then Dave Clawson wins the ACC.
0: November 16th, Clemson, South Carolina. Just wait for us going in and upset them Rob
1: Yes Clemson's gonna drop Sp- one They're not even a College football playoff team According to The thing I watched At halftime of this or, uh, Between <laughs> the Duke Kansas And Michigan State Kentucky game See if
0: Clemson were smart They would've dropped one Early Yeah 100% They can't, they can't they lose, now. lose now They could've, could've early. lost
1: Get out of the way really quick
0: See they could've lost Like Hughes when people Still thought they, they were sh- good they And would've No North big Carolina. deal <laughs> They should I mean they should've <laughs> They almost did.
1: Uh one more guy who didn't play for Wake, plays for Georgia. Lawrence Cager.
0: Yeah. The yeah. Miami transfer. Um,
1: he finally kind of put it mm-hmm. all together too, similar to Juan John Johnson, where he's this height weight, speed kind of grad transfer receiver who had some heights. Yes. Uh and got healthy and yeah, went off against Florida for one thirty two in a score. And Fromm really likes him.
0: He does. Um Cager looked really good. Yeah. There's
1: another yeah. senior. Senior Bowl. I'm just going to say everyone's going to the Senior Bowl.
0: I hope so. I hope everyone's at
1: me the Senior too. Bowl. Me uh, too. Prospect who made you look stupid. You already mentioned Jordan Love. Yeah. Uh, I'm sad about I mean, Jordan Love. Too. But if he goes back and puts it together... And then he's at the Senior Bowl. Yeah.
0: I think he'd be... Like, he should be at the Senior Bowl. But, I mean... It's a tough decision for him, I think. Uh,
1: okay. For me, Jalen Johnson, the corner from Utah. A guy mm-hmm. who... I... I I mean, like he's one of my top ten corners, but I don't love him. He's in the back end of my top ten. There's some people who really like him, like top fifty type pick. Um, I've been a little lower on him than that. He looked awesome against Washington. He had the pick six. He just looked so smooth, yeah. and his ball skills were on fleek, as the kids say.
0: Wow! I can't believe you, you dropped. That yeah. On me. Um. Uh, to spoil myself quick, uh, my prospect my first prospect metrics. I just wanted to talk about. Him, I had Eason and Jalen Johnson. I was also not too impressed with Jalen Johnson in the summer, and uh, we already talked about Easton a lot. But Johnson, like you said, the pick six and just looked really impressive. And I mean, um, well built. It's interesting.
1: Uh, sticking on prospect versus prospect in that game, I put Trey Adams and Bradley in A.
0: Mm-hmm. And they had the one sack. but Adams, Adams kind of kept him quiet. Like the rest. The,
1: yeah, the rest of the game, other than that. Yeah. I yeah. I also uh, another. Prospect versus prospect matchup um, in the Pac-12. Uh, the USC duo of Tyler Vaughn's of Michael Pittman versus the Oregon duo of Thomas Graham and Demondre Lenoir.
0: L- Lenoir had the awesome interception. Yeah.
1: Uh, also, big pass breakup. Um, yeah, th- that one-handed interception was sick.
0: Yeah, it was great. I like I like him a lot. There,
1: I like Thomas Graham a lot too.
0: Dude, I, I feel like I always have like mini crushes on Oregon DB.
1: like I just think he's such a nice nickel prospect. I mean,
0: yeah, they're always they're always nickel prospects, yeah. and like they're always kind of under the radar. But like when you throw the tape on, they're like, oh, like they got some fights, they got some ball skills. Always a
1: pretty yeah. Hard. Like that was just those two versus those two was just a great matchup.
0: Uh, speaking on Pittman though, like I, I he's been so interesting this year.
1: I think he's another guy who's gonna be polarizing.
0: I exactly, if you look, if you but really like, like
1: that type of receiver, like some people are gonna have him really high. I
0: yeah, he feels like he's he surprised me with his athleticism this, athletic he's this got year awesome too. Though. Hands too. Yeah, I, that's why I liked a lot in the summers so how strong his hands is and like the high point yeah. um, ability. But like he's looked like, like a better athlete than I yeah. thought. But then the, the beginning of the year was really bad. So that means he's gonna be polarizing. I agree. Uh,
1: okay, Prospecto played the box score.
0: I'm sticking in Washington, and this was another guy I liked in the summer, Rob, and uh, I, I still like him. Uh, Levi, on Wuzuriki. Yeah, he, he had a with,
1: really strong start to the game.
0: Yeah. Uh, three solo tackles, half a sack. Felt like he was like involved in all. You, you, like Not just, I thought I thought he had a full game, but like it felt like he was involved in a lot of yeah, plays. Yeah, he, um,
1: he, he was making plays in the way that he wasn't making, like he was making the play happen for others.
0: Yeah, exactly, and which is just as good, almost when you're in tier he, defense line. Like he
1: was messing up run lanes for Zach Moss a lot,
0: constantly. Yeah, I thought that's what really, um, really did it for him. Um, I, I think he's still a really interesting guy. There's a, there's a couple of those low key like interior defensive lineman guys. Like this... he
1: will be a quiet riser.
0: Mm, yeah, because the the frame and good athlete yeah. and
1: uh, I'm gonna stick on the D line, jumping over the Georgia. With Tyler Clark, just two tackles against Florida, but in a similar way to mm-hmm. uh, your boy, he... Yes, Zareke, yeah. uh, he was just clogging up run lanes and, and yeah. giving LaMichael uh, Piran nowhere to go. And uh, he just... To me, he, he's like a, kind of... A, a dude who can play any of the interior spots and just take on doubles and do the dirty work and he might never put up big numbers or be a big-time pass rusher, but you get a really strong yeah. run defender, Tyler Clark.
0: Just, just a good football player. No, he's come out uh, of the last few weeks, too.
1: Yeah, a, a lot of the time, the guy who plays the box score are those interior defensive linemen.
0: Mm-hmm. Or you cheat and put an off line Yeah,
1: that, that, that's <laughs> always a good way when you don't have somebody. No,
0: I, a, I always I, try to put an IDL, to be honest. I also no threw why.
1: Jeff Thomas' name down, because he was cooking Florida State. He had a big touchdown. <laughs> but four for 84 in a score. But... If they had a little more consistent QB play, I think mm-hmm. Jeff Thomas would be being talked about a whole lot more because I, I think he's so good. Fair enough. Uh, prospect Who is being overhyped. You already mentioned Jamie Newman.
0: Yeah, because I just want to bring the, the Greg McIlroy comments up. Who, who do you have? Uh,
1: Anthony McFarlane, the Maryland running back.
0: Oh, that's – you know what? That's a good one because he's kind of fallen off the face of the earth this year. Yeah,
1: he is – I liked him a lot yeah, in the summer, but though. Some people were, like, saying, like, top, like, 60. No. no in the, in that I remember... as a top 10 running back in the class. Yeah. No, no. And it's a pretty... Like, it's not, like, a super top-heavy class, but it's just a very strong day-two mm-hmm. type of running back class.
0: Like, he, he didn't have a bad game this week, but, like, he's only had one 100-yard performance yeah, this year.
1: like, their biggest run came from backup running back in... I don't know. He's just very boomer busty. I think he goes back to Maryland.
0: I I think that makes sense. And, like, if he comes out, he's – like, it's not like I was – yeah, I think – I agree with you. He was – the hype was a little too much on there. But, like, as a big player, I liked him and, like, you know, potential.
1: Yeah. Uh, I also put the Michigan big three receivers because, like, they never seem to have big games. They combined for 92 yeah. yards on six catches against Maryland. Hey, that's Treek Black, Donovan, Peoples, Jones, and my boy Jones.
0: Nico Collins. Nico Collins. It's gonna be interesting to see with all three of them. I mean, but Shea Patterson sucks. So. Yeah, Shall
1: go back and just get all thousand yard seasons with from yeah, Dylan no, McCaffrey. He's not the answer either.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, to tell me when he's not Rob we'll uh, see. To
1: Get get a grad. Get Jordan Lump to grad transfer to Michigan.
0: Fuck! Don't don't get me. Or hey, 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 I mean, if Richrod was still there, yes, please.
1: <laughs> I hope both of them, grab Trent, or someone cool.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, because uh, we haven't mentioned it, but they, they said that it's unlikely that King's going back. Yeah, which,
1: I mean, that's like the seventh different report where we've heard one or the other, though.
0: But does it make sense for him to sit out the year just to go back?
1: But also, why the, the, it was acted like Dana Holderson told him to sit out so they could win the championship, the AAC, next year. So, like, I don't yeah. know. There's so many conflicting reports on D.R. King.
0: There was I, I I think he goes If I were to say right now I think he transfers Who,
1: To where? Who's your
0: bet? Uh, fuck I don't Ken, know uh, Kendall Oklahoma.
1: Bryles Works at Florida State But That staff's out So I wonder mm,
0: Oklahoma I mean that's where I want But
1: And Jordan Love So people want Jordan Love To grab transfer I
0: Else. mean Yeah I saw that That would be That would be fucking nuts That would be a smart play It. I mean For both sides Yeah it would
1: uh, Okay Enough of that. Small school guy who caught your eye. You already mentioned Antonio Gibson. How about the other Memphis receiver, Demonte Coxie?
0: Yes, uh, good pick here. I, uh, go ahead. 7 for 143,
1: two touchdowns, incredible one-handed grab. He, he was one yep. of the uh, group of five receivers we talked about over the summer with a ton of potential. Mm-hmm. Only a junior. I bet he goes back. Agree. Um, but,
0: good size to yeah, him, too.
1: Just Like we said, Norval just seems to know where to find this talent and develop it.
0: He does. It's impressive, and no one talks. And
1: then obviously our boy James Prochet.
0: Of course, my number one choice. Because I mean, dude's a warrior. He's a slot machine. Thirteen catches, 149 yards, touchdown. He was hurt, kept playing through like, it. Oh, I love James. He was
1: with Robertson out for SMU, so Prochet was like, yeah, he, like they they needed him.
0: Yeah, and like they didn't run the ball very well. Like Bouchard was all right, but like,
1: yeah, Xavier Jones had a bad game.
0: He did. He did, which hurts me, but. Uh, okay, I'm. I, uh, James Brochet feels like he's gonna be in the NFL for he's a long time. He's
1: gonna be at the Senior Bowl and be sick.
0: Yeah, you watch this. He's, he's
1: gonna be like a fourth or fifth round pick, but just be immediately a productive slot. I just he he's, he's guy I trust. And I think he's a really high floor.
0: Me too. Like he's been so productive for four years.
1: I really like him. And you you, me you too. called it out like three years ago when we were watching three Portland years. Sutton. And Trey. And Trey. And I love you love Corlin Sutton. I love Trey Quinn. Yeah. And we both love James Broch. Yeah. I, like, uh, he just seems like a, such an easy plug in at slot. He does. Uh, anyone else? Uh, no. You got more Memphis guys. <laughs> just keep, keep naming them all. <laughs> uh, yeah. Brady White. I <laughs> I, 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 I'm I sorry. <laughs> I bet I, I, I could win games under Mike Norville at like quarterback. Come on.
0: Hey, Bouchell's? Bouchel's been not Bushell's bad.
1: Bouchel's someone to watch it though. Like like he's gonna end up at like the small yeah. board games. And like especially because of his name. Like I think he'll he'll be at like the East West Ryan game.
0: Bushell, my pro count for him is Jeff Driscoll.
1: They are very different sizes. No, no, because
0: <laughs> transferring from a big program to a lower program and becoming good. That why more guys should do that? I I love when I ha- like I like, I don't know if I have I'm sure I've said it. I hated Jeff Driskel at Florida loved him at Louisiana yeah
1: no big agree
0: and I loved I liked freshman Shane and then learned to hate him and then I I like SMU Shane Bouchel. more so. guys
1: should transfer to smart group of five college coaches
0: honestly like if it's not I like don't if know. you're Tate Martell yeah. and
1: you couldn't have beat out like you transfer from Ohio State to Miami and you couldn't beat out either of the quarterbacks at Miami.
0: Yeah, well, T Martell sucks, and he's kind of stupid. But, so like, paid. if you're
1: him, why wouldn't you want to transfer to a guy like uh, like uh, Dykes at SMU or Norvella at Memphis? Like, either one, because, like, they're, but like, you know, take over for... Both those schools have grad transfer quarterbacks. Or not, not grad transfer, but transfer quarterbacks but from Power 5 schools. And are both succeeding. I mean, Brady White's. Brady, Brady no, White, no, but, though, like, yeah. he is succeeding for by a college. He's succeeding. He- yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely, uh, yeah. More, more guys but I do mean that. Yeah, but I mean, my, to be fair, Miami's quarterback
1: situation is a mess. So can you blame Tate? No, maybe just play <laughs> slot, Tate. Like, yeah, yeah. Support for armchair comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Well, AJ, this week. I had to do some manscaping of my se- for myself. And without mm-hmm. the manscaped products, i was just a whole mess.
0: How much of a mess?
1: I ran out of band-aids.
0: <laughs> I'm allergic to band-aids, so I can't I can't
1: even make a mistake. That's why I need Manscaped. Manscaped has redesigned, redesigned, redesigned <laughs> the electric trip. Their lawnmower 2.0 has propriety, propri oh boy, <laughs> proprietary skin-safe technology. So this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. That's if you money on band aids too. Manscaping accents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. Okay, judgy. It's a free manscape. Also has the crop. Preserver, An anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. I actually really want this. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code armchair. Also, once you've shaved your family jewels, head on over to my bookie and do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, use my bookie. Do you know you can bet games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet's going to lose, you can hedge it. If you want to parlay something and be a weird guy and bet 15 things and hope they all hit, you can do that at bookie as well. MyBookie's not going to judge the way you bet. They're going to let you bet on what you want to bet on. Tons of props, mm-hmm. money lines, spreads, whatever floats your boat. Join now. My bookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid.
0: Let me ask you, uh-huh. Rob. Does it float your boat to bound and row of the boat? We'll find out soon.
1: <laughs> okay, week 11 matchups. I went 6-4 and four last week. AJ, how'd you do?
0: Yeah, I went. I, went. Tell I went. me.
1: Three and oh seven. God, don't listen to age. it. It's like
0: three games. I lost by half a point. Uh, the SMU Florida. Like fuck off.
1: What is your overall record?
0: Uh, worse than you now. I'm forty six and <laughs> forty four. So I'm still forty eight and forty
1: two. I'm making money. Free money for all. If you listen to Robbie Paul, that rhymed. <laughs> fuck. That's a good slogan. Tattooing that on my chest. Okay. Uh, Speaking of free money, lots of s- big spreads this week. Not a lot I like, to be honest.
0: Oh, you don't like the board? I don't. I love the board, while I'm saying it.
1: I don't. I, d- I really just don't. I'm going 10 and 0. <laughs> Uh Starting noon on Fox, Maryland at number three, Ohio State. Buckeyes 42.5-point favorites. I guess, the, I'm I, quite, sorry, I guess the rankings I'm giving you are the AP and not this false flag that is the college football playoff. So just keep that in mind. Nick. Next week it'll be the
0: college play playoff false flag rankings, but it'll be more clear because Penn State will. Sorry, LSU and Alabama Alabama level loss. You know what I mean. Anyways, um, I feel like Ohio State's going to win by exactly forty two. Really? Yeah, but I'm not fucking around with that half point. I'm taking the Buckeyes. Like Maryland's been bad, but Anthony McFarlane does love playing the Buckeyes, so
1: I'm taking the Buckeyes as well. I just Maryland's a fake team. Wow, that's kind of mean. <laughs>
0: that's so mean. Um,
1: yeah, I just don't. I don't trust Maryland at all. Uh, Chase Young's gonna go off. Uh, the Buckeyes can't actually score points on like Michigan. Like I, I see Ohio <laughs> They like, cover. It. This they is gonna be, cover be like forty nine so. to three.
0: Yeah, uh, I'd probably stay away because it's a. It's too big. Shit you, you shouldn't bet
1: on anything that high. But yeah, if you're gonna, uh, yeah. but bet the better team. That feels like a good rule. It does. Okay. Uh, noon on ABC. Two undefeated. Number five Penn State, seven point favorites on the road against number thirteen Minnesota.
0: I can't. Do you the trust either of these
1: teams though? Like, like, no. Me neither. I just wanted to make that clear. Like, Minnesota is you... the worst undefeated team I've ever seen. And I love Tyler <laughs> Remember Johnson. Remember
0: Cincinnati last year? You do love Tyler Johnson, um. Like seven is a good line because it feels difficult. Yes, it is a very good line. I don't, like, I don't trust Minnesota to cover, and I tr- don't trust Penn State to either. But I am going to take
1: Penn I'm State. I'm going to take Penn State too. I think that I, I, I don't know. I just trust Penn State's passing attack to show up in a big game uh, over Minnesota's. I think KJ Ham is bound to rip something yeah. off. <laughs>
0: They're just a better team, like Dr. The Penn State's fun.
1: defense is good. That's kind of really what yeah. puts it over the edge for me. Yeah. Um. And, and Minnesota hasn't really had a test that, or I, sh- I shouldn't say that. Minnesota hasn't played anybody relevant. They've played close games.
0: Yeah, no, I know. I mean, they're going to be up as hell for this game, obviously, because they're getting so. Like to them, this is a major disrespect, right? being a home, a, a touchdown. Yeah, PJ's probably like, yelled,
1: Row the Boat, like 5,000 times this week. It, it's true.
0: I mean, gotta be honest, I'm cheering Minnesota, but I, I don't think it's gonna yeah. happen. Retweet.
1: Okay, noon ESPN, once again, coming through with the big games. Uh, Vanderbilt at number 10, Florida. Uh, Gators, 26 point favorites. Hey, but Vandy's got three Senior Bowl acceptances.
0: Yeah, it's it's Bowl acceptance week or invitation week. I'm not betting against that. Give me Vandy plus the points,
1: Uh, maybe. No, Vandy's players are clearly already focused on the next level. (laughs) Uh, I am going to.
0: Does Florida Florida beat anyone by that much, though?
1: I'm going to take them. Vanderbilt's bad. I mean, there's been rumors about uh, new coaching and who's going to take over. and Jeff Fisher's name's been floated. That's called desperation. Um, I think Florida bounces back. Dan Mullen's wife kisses every player on the Gators team for some reason. <laughs> and she'll do it again this week. And that's enough for them to win. Uh, but honestly, the I in big games, Florida doesn't show up. But uh, uh, against a They'll team like the this, lesser. they're going to beat the hell out of them just to justify them being 10th. It's
0: such a weird number, too. They also
1: have a bunch of, like... Not mind-blowing weapons, but guys who can make plays in the passing game, and and, and oh, no, a, do, do. a pass rushing pair if they're healthy can go off and take over a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I don't know. Florida just I, I don't love Vandy. I'm sorry, Vandy.
0: Vandy's been like a pretty big, like they've the only two teams they beat in this year was Northern Illinois barely and Mizzou by seven. They lost to UNLV like. It's embarrassing, but I'm still taking them plus Uh,
1: Okay, 3.30 CBS, the big game. Let's go. Number one LSU at number two Alabama. Bama, six and a half point favorites.
0: You know, I think both of our hearts lie, and it lies in the bayou. Correct. But I I, I, I shouldn't say this, but I I believe LSU can win this game. I do
1: too. This is a different LSU team. This isn't the LSU team where... We don't trust their quarterback. This is the LSU team that's carried by their quarterback. We've not exactly. seen this against a Nick Saban-Alabama team.
0: No, I mean, it, I, like it's it, the defense is very good, but it's not as good as you know some of those insane defenses of years past. But the point is, the offense is a thousand times better than any Matt Flynn offense or Denny Etling offense. I mean, I, I think LSU wins this game. I, I, to his... I, Tua's not fully healthy either, unless it's a trick. (laughs) Which wouldn't shock me. Yeah, he
1: faked an injury because they knew they were playing Arkansas the next week.
0: Dude, would would you put a pass? I wouldn't
1: put a passing save. Exactly. I I think LSU. I love LSU with my whole heart, so I'm blinded by that. I'm taking LSU plus points. I love. I really love Joe Burrow. Um, I'm in on this. Joe Burrow's defeated everyone they've thrown in front of him this year. He he's on that Heisman race. This
0: is, a, this is a hell of a fucking football if game. If
1: Joe Burrow wins this game, else he's going undefeated and he's winning the Heisman.
0: Can I quickly say kind of fuck the playoff committee for not letting this be one versus yeah, two? Yeah, I know.
1: It's three versus... Come on. No, two versus three now, right? Yeah. Come That's on. Lame. Come on. Yeah, but...
0: Oh. Well, Ohio State hasn't beaten anyone. I, I mean, I, you know I hate them, but still. Come yeah, but Maryland
1: on. Maryland was ranked at one point, so it's really number one <laughs> versus like, number 22.
0: I hate this. Uh, fuck, okay, fuck th- this. Anyways, 3- 330
1: ESPN, number 20, Kansas State Road. Dogs uh, to Texas. Texas, favored by six and a half.
0: Um, K-State might be down to the there's what, six-string quarterback? <laughs> what is it? Skylar Thompson injured? It, yeah, wasn't he? Or am I thinking of TCU? Shit, I might be thinking of TCU. I can't remember. They're the same program, in my opinion. Uh. I'm, going to I'm take pretty Texas sure you just made
1: something up. You should probably fact check before you do that next time.
0: I always get them mixed Skylar up for some Thompson's goddamn reason. Skyler Thompson's super healthy.
1: Skyler Thompson's about as healthy as you could be.
0: No, I was definitely thinking of TCU. Well. So, uh, hey, hey, bonus pick. Baylor covers two and a half at TCU.
1: Okay, thanks. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Kansas State. Uh, this is the type of game Kansas State wins under Bill Snyder, and he'll be in the stadium watching. I hate Texas. I hate Tom Herman. I don't think Tom Herman's that good of a coach. Uh, he's, he's
0: kind of in that purgatory. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I think Tom Herman really just... I don't know.
0: That at some point, if he's not getting them to the playoffs, they're going to get sick of him. Yeah. Right?
1: If, if he can't even get them to a New Year's Six Bowl...
0: Yeah. I don't I mean, know.
1: Joey Galloway loves him, though. Uh, 330, <laughs> ABC... USC at Zona State. Zona State favored by one and a half.
0: Uh, I'm taking Arizona State. As am
1: I. This, this ends Clay Helton's tenure at USC.
0: Retweet. I like that. Herm
1: Edwards goes in there. He's ready to take a man's job away from him.
0: <laughs> he loves Just it.
1: That, that's, Herm gets off to that shit.
0: He does. He fucking does.
1: Uh, 4 p.m. Fox. Number 18, Iowa. At number 16, uh, Wisconsin. Badgers nine point favorites. I like Wisconsin to me is so much better than Iowa. I you
0: know what I think they uh, I think Wisconsin wins but doesn't cover. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm, I'm not messing. I just don't trust uh, uh, Nate Stanley Iowa. Put someone who doesn't have any NFL hype at quarterback for Iowa, and I would take Iowa to cover. But give me Nate Stanley. Iowa's not supposed to be producing quarterbacks. It's logic. That's good logic.
0: It's true. I I think I, I you know what I think I know it covers. It's a tough one. Okay. Uh
1: Seven p.m. ESPN. Missouri at number six Georgia Bulldogs. Three by seventeen. No Kelly Bryant from Missouri. Yeah, so um, nice.
0: that one I knew. <laughs> Give me Georgia.
1: seeing quarterbacks are injured or not.
0: It's TCU. I fucked it up. They're purple they in the Big Twelve. Team. Give me some credit.
1: Uh yeah, I'm taking Georgia. Uh, don't even have to think about it. Seven thirty. ABC. Clem, number four Clemson. I've yet guessed technically number five Clemson. Now uh, thirty-two yeah. and a half point favorites on the road at North Carolina State, who got thumped by Wake Forest.
0: Yeah, um, lots of points. Clemson stuttering, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna think twice. I'm gonna they, take Clemson. They got that cover. tune-up
1: game against Walford, so they're ready to roll. They're gonna kill <sighs> NC State. Okay, finally. 8 p.m. Fox, Iowa State at number 9, Oklahoma. Sooners 13 and a half point favorites.
0: I am going to take Iowa State to cover the points. Because I believe in Matt Campbell and I believe in his just backdoor coveriness. Now,
1: I think Jalen Hurts has this Oklahoma State team pissed off because of that loss. They think their playoff team, they they got really disrespected in the playoff rankings uh, Like, God, Oklahoma is so much better than Florida in my mind. They, Florida's not good. I think good. they're going to go in, uh, into the game against Iowa State, who's a very solid program. And I, I think next year is really the year Iowa State shows out. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I just think they just destroy the Cyclones. And one, I love one Matt One
0: last Campbell. question.
1: You do love Matt Campbell. One
0: last question. Well, you surprised Texas A&M didn't sneak into a top 10 spot in the cultural Just playoff give, rankings? Give
1: them a couple of weeks. They'll be there. 8-4, Texas A&M finishing sixth. It's going to, it's going to happen. I'll bet Jimbo Fisher's name popped up for the Florida State job. I don't understand. Okay, uh, finally, before we go, who's taking the Florida State job? Mike? That's what I'm ask Lynch. you. Uh, that'd be fine. He doesn't seem like a guy who won't live in Florida. <laughs>
0: that's, that's accurate. Um, I don't know. Like, who... Okay, let me ask you. Who would you hire, first of Mike all? Leach. I think Mike Leach who is perfect for the program. He... You know what? It feels like it's time for him to finally get a,
1: a big job, doesn't it? Yeah, but ADs don't trust him, so they just hire his assistants. Stupid, though. Yes, very.
0: Um...
1: Norvell, baby. My dark horse, Jason Candle. Ooh, that is a dark horse. Jason Candle's ready. He, he, he's ready to take over a Power 5 program. I think he's got to go to a small He does, I know, because Matt, Matt Campbell went to Iowa State. But Jason Candle, Candle should, would be one of my first calls as a lower-end Power 5 school.
0: I uh, Like, if I'm agree. Vanderbilt, I, mean, I would
1: call Jason Candle.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, he, like he's lost a little bit of the luster, but I th- still think he's a, really good a lot forward. of turnover. Though that's why. Yeah, and no, I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying you he lost go of the luster. Like, it's fine. It's, yeah, the Mac is a it, it's an interesting one.
1: It is, isn't it? All right, it's all over the place. It's so follow pretty. John Twitter at AjMarkKZ13. Follow me at RobPaulNFL. Uh, follow Armchair at Armchair Media. <laughs> Go to armchairmedianetwork.com, listen to other podcasts, read my NFL draft stuff, and uh, tune in for tomorrow's episode where we break down NFL rookies. Bye.